The following podcast is rated R for ridiculous. Parental discretion is advised. What's your spaghetti policy? I'm Alex. I'm Jacob. And today we have a very special guest. Me, I'm Zach from yeah. Mythos Pedals. That's my best buddy. Uh, Zach, a little background. We'll do a little background for Zach. Uh, Zach and I met, oh gosh, I don't even in know college. Yeah. And I know like the story is we had American literature, I believe it was, mm-hmm. together. And I used to bring a Game Informer magazine in instead of paying attention in class. Wait, 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 wait. Was I it? think we should back up. Yeah? Because oh. <laughs> when I first noticed you... Yeah, now, this, now, this sounds very hetero- <laughs> homosexual. <laughs> but <laughs> when I first... <laughs> well, no, so, like, I'd go to class, and I, I, I'm, I'm notoriously early, and Alex was always early, too. Same. And he would sit in the hall listening to a... <laughs> Uh, Microsoft Zune yeah, baby. to metal wow. just like insanely loud and I was like this is the only other human this is the only human being I've ever seen that owns a Zune it was a brown one too and so it was, yeah it was like this big Jesus. Yeah. brick with this the gigantic like, screen I was like this, this guy with this dinosaur yeah. technology and, well, I have to know well, th- this is when the Zune was like a thing yeah 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 And but you were the only person yeah. that I ever knew that had one and then like, I noticed like, yeah. we had a then we saw, yeah like we, like he, he sat in the back, and I sat in the back, and the teacher was Tom Sawyer, I think his name. I don't know how you remember that. Something the, like that. Tom Sawyer, I think. Yeah, it was, <laughs> no, like, legit. The Tom Sawyer. Yeah, and, he, and uh, like, I just had, like, EGM, and he'd be like, oh, it's down over there, like, what you got? And so it just, I don't know, we just, like, you know. Just became best buds. Yeah, and then I, like, I don't, I don't remember, the, like, the first time we hang out, hung out outside of class, or class, but... Um, I remember your 25th birthday, strangely enough, because oh. it was at that bar uh, in downtown Cookville. Char? Char. Yeah. And you yeah. got smammered. Oh, yeah. And well, you, that happens. And I had to drive your car home. Oh, nice. Yeah, to your house. <laughs> oh, so glad somebody got it. Yeah, because it was me, because like, I didn't know anybody. And it was like me... You and there was like four or five other people. I don't. Know. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a big thing. Well, I, yeah, that, that was. <laughs> most of those people probably even weren't my friends. You know? <laughs> probably. Like, hey, you! I'm having a party. <laughs> uh, and then, um, so we just like we hung out. You and I had a podcast at one point mm-hmm. called "We Are Digital Citizens." That's right. We started a. Uh, Sounds sophisticated. Yeah. Well, it was like we were just trying to do a video game thing. <laughs> Sounds like a Crystal Dynamics game or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were trying to do a video game thing, and it was fun for a while, and then, you know, it just kind of... I moved. Uh, yeah, that's what you, it was. Yeah, you moved away. I moved away, and then I tried to restart the podcast uh, without Zach, and it failed, of course, because it was didn't have Zach. That's right. Um, <laughs> and then he ended up moving to Nashville. Uh, we've remained best buds. Yeah. But uh, he was the best man at my wedding. I was the best man at his wedding. We're both one for one as best men. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has been busy being successful, unlike us. <laughs> no, no, we're <laughs> successful. We're, we're on our way, right? Yeah. This is a um, measurement for success. Started at the bottom, and but, we're kind of still here. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're definitely still here. Um, but he has um, 
we won't spend a lot of time talking about mythos just because yeah, yeah. I have heard you talk a lot about it during because, daily life so. because this is Zach's opportunity in a way to just kind of hang out and not talk about mythos because it's literally you live, breathe, sleep, eat mythos pedals, which is right. great, which you love mythos. Yeah. But we'll just go ahead and get it out of the way. Sure. So you, <laughs> you, you started mythos as a little bitty boy, man. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'll I, let you, I'll give you, what's the elevator pitch for anyone who doesn't know? So I, I make, I make guitar effects. So, um, there, if, you, if you're not a musician, there are these little boxes that go in between. If you've ever been to a show, like in front of the guitar player, um, he'll have this board with all these boxes and knobs and switches on it, and you plug your guitar into them, and then that goes into your guitar amp, and they make it sound more distorted or have an echo or all sorts of things. So that's, that's, what, I, that's what I do, and I started that in 2010, but it was just like a pet project, you know, just for fun. I, I made things for myself, and then a few friends wanted things, and so I said, well, I should put a name on it. But I didn't start taking it seriously until about 2015, 16, and from then, it just kind of snowballed. and has. When did you start full-time? I started it? full-time in 2017, uh, in December. So I, uh, I quit um, all my other jobs, every other full-time, part-time, every other thing, and I said, this is all I'm going to do. And um, it's been a pretty crazy ride. Uh, since then, that was that was the best thing I've ever done for myself professionally. It's hard. Yeah. Were you scared like when you did it, or like was it just oh, were yeah. you already like kind of successful before you jumped off and just still kind of a leap for you to to quit all your stuff and then do this full time? Well, it was. I mean, I had a full time job, so I had that security, but I was I was so busy doing this, um, <clears throat> like in, in all my, sp- I had no spare time. Everything was was either working for somebody else or working for me, and like you know, when that happens, your relationships suffer. Everything, your mental health mm-hmm. suffers. So like it was already at the point where I thought I could sustain myself. My wife, if she continues to work, then like we can pay our rent, we can pay all our bills, and that that was kind of the point. But I was super scared because we decided, uh, or no, we just found out we were gonna have a baby. Yeah, man. And so, like, we had found out, like, maybe, like, three weeks or, like, a, maybe a month before I left that that we were going to be having a baby in, like, the next May. Right. So, I feel yeah. like amplify stuff when it's like, oh, okay, I just quit all my stuff. Oh, by the way, yeah. I'm pregnant. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to have a kid here in, a, yeah. like, a few months. Yeah. So. Uh, figure it out, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, you, I'm extremely proud. I always tell people how well you're doing because people ask. Thank and you. Um, I'm one of those people that likes to see my friends succeed. Even. You're a cheerleader, man. I am. I am. In, I, the, in the hottest kind of way. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm really glad you wore that cheerleading outfit. Yes, too, man. Yeah, it's no, just no, real like, skimpy. I can I mean, see up your skirt and it's really disconcerting. That's okay. Hey, man. Big The work. way you fit in those underwear. word of the day. Um, as another thing that people, most people who know you know this, mm. but you are a big Ghostbusters fan. Yes. And I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> I've got to bring it up. Is it fair to say that Peter Venkman was a psychotic and or rapist? Why did he have a syringe full of Thorazine on his date with Dana? Or was it implied that it was Dana's? Which begs the question, if she had it, why did she need it? You know, and that's something I've thought about. Like, why did he (laughs) knock her up with so many CCs of Thorazine? So did he have it? It never explains. Because they're in her house, right? It's in her... Yeah, they're in her apartment. And 
Because like, she's Zool. You've never seen Ghostbusters, I think. What? Oh, my God. Okay. He's, he's a terrible person. <laughs> I have seen bits and pieces of Ghostbusters. Count. <laughs> they have been on. I have seen the movie uh, not concurrently. I have seen all of it. I know that there's the Marshmallow Man. Uh, the Stay Puft. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Mm-hmm. I know that the... <laughs> The alien lady, she's the uh, alien lady. The lady from Alien, she's <laughs> she's a ghost in this one, or the devil? No. And they're trying to open a portal you. to hell. Uh, not really. To summon the second coming of Satan, from what I understand. No, no, no. no? Okay. <laughs> Did someone at church explain this to you? No, I actually think I watched the porn parody where they're doing oh, the exact that opposite makes of what they did. Yeah, <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Nutbusters. <laughs> that one. That was uh, the nutbusters. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, so Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Okay. Have you seen Alien? Um, we've been over. <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of we've Alien. Been, we, that, we did. There was a like an episode way back where I went over like I've made so many. It was like angry. a list of like ten movies, must see movies that any American like moviegoer should see, and he had seen zero of the ten. And it, you'd seen, I know you'd seen all ten of them. It was Maybe. like Maybe. I'll have to find the list. But I just need to go back and watch a bunch of movies. But it was like Indiana Jones. Uh, I think if you were born like of an age, like in the you know, in the the mid to late eighties or into the early nineties, like those things are like ingrained. They're, they're they're inescapable in a way because like they're so part of pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we all know who Darth Vader is, even if we've not seen Star Wars yeah. and those kind of things. But like it is weird when you meet someone that's like, I've never seen that. I'm like, what do you yeah. how'd you how'd well, you miss it? That's this one. Well, okay. I mean, and it's like it's not <laughs> a lot of people think it's a like it's a it's a it's a, a bit that I do. And so I legitimately haven't seen some of this stuff. <laughs> and it's just mainly because I mean I didn't have like a super sheltered life or like <laughs> childhood, but it's just I didn't You just lived in a shelter. Yeah. I lived <laughs> in a shelter. I didn't go out very often. They didn't and they closed the grade on the ground like every time I got stay out of my closet they were like well, how'd you get out how'd you get out you're only allowed 15 minutes to out a week anyway back to pete venkman uh you know i don't know that's something that's ever that everyone has kind of like talked about and and and, and even further like to the to that point at the beginning of the movie he's trying to get this co-ed yeah. to like come back at eight o'clock you i know you're like no you're good i'm like i'm i'll <laughs> act interested i don't i don't know yeah, where he's i am doing, he's doing the, the the little card test uh for you know he's a doctor t- right he he's a, has or a doctorate this... in psychology and parapsychology. Okay, but he uh, he's doing a test on psychic abilities, and uh, he's just trying to get this co-ed to come at come back and like hang out with him, and like that's pretty skeezy. You yeah, know? it wouldn't fly now. But yeah, the Tharzine, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of weird. I I like to think that maybe Dana had some problems and she just had it in her yeah. medicine cabinet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> Do you think that Ghostbusters is more a comedy or more of an act like? Action movie. I mean, it's I, not action, but you know what I'm trying to say. Right? Like, yeah. Because um, it's like the perfect. It's a, it's it's a combination of all like those different genres. Because there's you know there's some stuff that's kind of you know a little. It could be scary. I mean, it scared me as a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's and, some scary shit. I mean, the bits and pieces I remember the the fat goblin thing. Um, fat goblin thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like one of the first ghosts they sucked up into the box. It was the big slime green. Room? Yeah, that's yeah, not okay. a goblin. He was a creepy. <laughs> He's just a green slime. <laughs> The creepy looking right. fucker at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he's got because he's got that mouth. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, then he, the the thing about it that to me it makes it most it, it's mostly a comedy to me. And one of the, one of the, one of my favorite points about Ghostbusters in general is that the characters in this movie they they're not better at the end of the movie. They don't develop as people. Right. Like a lot of they stories just stay the same. They're or... just the same people. Like they start the movie. They end the movie basically the same. They're better at their job, 
but not like that much better. Right. But they're not like they haven't learned some great purpose or right. like you know they haven't had this epiphany about life. It's just like okay, well we did that job. Like you know on to the next one, and I love that because, and that's something that I think has died in 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 today's yeah. movie uh, world. But but that's one of my favorite things about Ghostbusters. Is you think about it, like especially Vinkman. Uh, Stance and Spangler, they're they're the same people at the beginning right. and the end of the movie. Yeah, I guess Winston's the only one who's different, right? Well, because he sees the stuff, yeah. you know, like yeah. he sees the shit that turns you white. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> which but, is funny. Yeah, because <laughs> he's black. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Not that that is anything, but it was just not. Okay. It's, it was like I a joke. Remember, we couldn't miss uh, it. I always hated that Ernie Hudson. He never gets like the same respect. Yeah, but I mean, I. I mean, I love Ernie Hudson. He's is, was he in the reboot well, or the whatever the, the all women? Yeah, he was. was he? Yeah. They speak, it's a reboot, right? It's a reboot. It's a reboot. And because it's, it's like kind of mixing. They don't like. They don't. There's a, I would think that it's like a kind of a continuation if they were to like uh, they're reference all in it, right? or right? allude to the big the first ghost. Is everybody so. in it? Mm, yeah. Well, every, yeah. Just different all roles. The, I'm assuming. Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody reprises the role, but all the original cast except for Rick Moranis and, of course, Harold Ramis, who passed. Oh, he went alive when they made that? No. He, okay. There's like a, a bust of him in a college, which oh. is nice, a nice homage to him. But, um, but no, like everyone else is in it, but in a different way. I'm excited for the new one. I know, oh. I know you are, because Paul Rudd, baby. There's a new one? Yeah, oh, they're making a three. three. Like an actual sequel to two. Yeah. Oh, okay, got you. It's yeah, not like the, and it's, it's, not, uh, not it's two of the Ivan Reitman's son, Jason. Jason Reitman. Ivan Reitman did the. F- I know he did the first one. He did both yeah, of them. Yeah. yeah, I know that. Is it David Ackerman? Is that or who? No, the. Jesus, I don't Dan know. Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the fucking name. Okay, I'm not good with names, but he's like David a really. Uh, he's, he's a. <laughs> Oh shit! He's a Canadian. He's in accounting, but, I think, down in Hall C. Fun, fun fact about uh, Dan Aykroyd. His I was born in Winchester, Virginia. His wife is from Winchester, Virginia, and he goes down there every year. They have an apple blossom festival, and he's there every year with her. Cool. It's pretty. He's neat. such a cool guy because he's actually into like uh, aliens and All shit in like the that. Oh, he's he in the occult. Oh my god! It's so it's crystal crazy. head vodka too. Have you heard the story about that? Yeah, yeah. I have no. I heard him talk because yeah, I, I have listened to another podcast. Last podcast on the left. And they had an interview with him and one of their side stories. Yeah. And like he was talking about his vodka. And stuff. He, he plugged it quite a bit. You, oh, you had, it's like double, double. Well, it's like the, Herkimer so, Diamond distilled. Yeah. Like, I wanted to make any Stone sense. Cold, uh, Stone Cold's IPA I really want to try. And I think he has a, a, a vodka, no, a tequila as well. I really want to try. But Dan Aykroyd? No, no, sorry, Stone Cold. And then Dan Oh, Aykroyd, I was like, I wanted, how did we get on Stone Aykroyd. Cold? No, because I was thinking about. Oh, people, just like people, famous, famous <laughs> yeah. beers of people. And then but I know well, a, Ron Reynolds has aviation gin or whatever it is. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. I have to try so much now. <laughs> you get drunk. Um, so we, we've already done an episode about like ghosts and stuff. We did the Halloween episode. But um, do you believe in ghosts, Zachary? Oh, you know I do. You yes. know I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to tell us stories that. Yeah, I mean, well, I told I told the one before we started, but my favorite ghost story, and it's the weirdest thing. I mean, and maybe it's not even a ghost. I don't know, but it's the weirdest thing that ever happened to me. It's it's, I, I know you've heard it. Um, I used to live in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, I lived there for like four years. Yeah, it's you know Three. it's awful. Uh, but I would. It's <laughs> all right. I would drive. Yeah, yeah, I guess same. Drive from Murfreesboro. Um, to my hometown on the weekends and like work with my, my family. Cause I, I just always worked with my dad and, um, was driving up 96, which is like a back roads highway. And it was getting, coming up to like the only major intersection on that, on that road. And, uh, a cop passed me 
And I thought, okay. But he turned around. I was like, well, he's probably oh. just turning around to like go back on the road. He's not, because he wasn't, you know, chasing after me or anything. And <clears throat> I took a right going towards Sparta, and he pulled me over, and I was like, what? What's going on? And walked up to the car, you know. He said, do you know I pulled you over? And I said, no. He said, you weren't wearing your seatbelt. And I was like, officer, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or rude, but I was, my jacket is the same color as the interior of my little Acura Integra, uh, but I was wearing it. And he's like, well, still, I need your, your license and your insurance card. And so gave him a license, gave him my insurance card. He looked at it. He said, this isn't valid. And I knew it was, right? So I was like, oh, okay. So I got the other one out of my glove box. <laughs> I'm creeped out already, by the way. These stories, because I listen to so many scary stories. You're talking about insurance policies, and you're like, you know, do you have full coverage? I have to know that you're covered right now. I'm so scared for you. (laughs) So I gave him the other one, he looked at it, and went, oh, okay. And he walked back to his car, and I was, like, just so frustrated. And he kept kept both insurance cards. Um, I was super frustrated. And he walked back to the car and told me he was going to give me a citation. He was going to give me a ticket. And I was like... Officer, please, like, I, I was wearing my seatbelt. You didn't see me buckle up. So, yeah. like, how am I buckled up now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he said, even still, I've got to give you a citation. So he handed me all my stuff. And as I looked down, I, I was I was looking at both my insurance cards. So I was like, these are the same. I looked up in my rearview mirror, and he was gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was gone. Oh, and, shit. And so I had pulled off the side of the road in like a gravel area off this highway. And I immediately just jumped out of the car and looked and like there was no tire tracks. He wasn't. <laughs> it's a pretty clear you shot. Jacob's like, fucking start. <laughs> no you see, way. You could see east. You could see west. And there was no cop car. I didn't hear it because we were on gravel. I would have heard it. My window was down because I was yeah. getting pulled over. It's like he just floated away. And, and oh like, like I've, got, I've got goosebumps, uh, go, goosebumps just <laughs> but I immediately called my mom I was like am I dreaming Like, did this really just happen like you know I just got pulled over by a ghost cop and <laughs> ghost she, cop. she remembers me calling her so it's not something I just made up yeah. it's like, it's continuation so who the hell is calling me right now? Right, he yeah, just hangs up on yeah. you like, yeah. you've never existed this entire time. <laughs> You're the ghost. I like ghost cup. Let's fade into we the wall sh- right now. Just oh like, my God, man. That's fucking crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's the weirdest thing that's around. Yeah, and then you've got the one where you heard uh, you heard a lady talking to you where you're painting a room. Yeah. Which, well, I was telling, we were, I was talking to Jacob off mic, like the, uh, the many times that I've been to Zach's house when he lived in Sparta, like it, it just had a weird vibe. It's not like a creepy vibe, but like you walk in the house and it re- it's homey, like, there was just something weird about the house, and from the from the road, it looks, it kind of looked like no one lived there. Yeah, it was. I don't know if that was intentional or if it was just the way it was built, but like the way Zach, the way his house was set up, like you walk in the front door and there's like his living room, and then there was his music room over here to the right. But then like, it seemed like the house would keep going. Yeah, and it's like there's yeah, the kitchen, a, oh. and then there's this this room, and then over here was his office, and then back here was and it's just like, it's a tiny a tiny house. I mean, yeah, it was a smaller house, but it was. Very funhousey. Yeah. Very funhousey. Like, so was it a, an old like what kind of style was it? It was like it? Built, it was just a brick house built in the fifties, but it kept getting added on to in the sixties and seventies. Okay. So it's just like everything kind and of it was, built on. I, ne- I never experienced anything there, but it was always just weird. Like yeah. it just felt it was just like a weird house. I never felt like like scared, yeah. but I, I don't know if I ever told you this. And at, at the same house uh, in my music room, which was like right behind, uh, or sorry, my office, which was right behind my music room, I was. Um, just like organizing one day, and I heard. <laughs> yeah, I have heard this. Uh, right, right behind my head, someone going, Ugh! like clearing their throat, and like 
I'll never forget it because not only did the hair on my arm stand up, which oh is doing yeah, now, but all the hair on my head, I could feel it standing up. Like, you know, every hair on my body just like <laughs> went to the ceiling. And I was like, what? And I ran outside because I thought, you thought maybe someone's at the window or like just because people would walk down my driveway to like cut through. You live right road. off the main, like yeah, not a main, right road, main road, but like road. which is like super disrespectful. I mean, I get it that, oh, I'm going to shave like five minutes off your walk, but right, no, yeah, disrespect somebody people walking through the yard. Don't walk through somebody's yard. Oh, but man. but yeah, and there was like no one there because like my immediate thought was to run outside and check. But yeah, that, that I've had a lot of weird oh, yeah. things in my life. Because see, I thought originally that your niece had had the um, the imaginary friend, but mm-hmm. it was actually you. Yeah, it was me. And it was um, uh, basically it was uh, an orb. It was your best friend, yeah. uh, and his name was Quentin. I think that was his name. Whatever his name was. Uh, you told your mom. I told my mom, and then years later, she realized it was the same name as her younger brother, who was. Either died shortly after birth or was stillborn. Yeah, uh, and that was his name. And, and it was no, not. It was not a name that I would have heard. And it's not. And you, yeah, it's not something I mean, you, you would have known. Because yeah. I, I don't even think I knew it Quentin growing up. Right. And you said, yeah, and you said you saw him like in the car. You saw the. Yeah. The, the, yeah. And it's just like <laughs> really strange. And that's yeah. my like you know it's kind of stopped. But there's there's definitely been things. You know, I've seen shadow figures and, and stuff. And Living the life over here. Uh, well, I'm so jealous. I can't. So we did the Halloween episode. I guess it was what two weeks ago and. Three weeks ago, I don't know. And um, there was a moment where Jacob was telling a oh story. Oh, God, I forgot we didn't even mention this last uh, Yeah, episode. we didn't. And so he, Jacob is talking, and um, he stops and it, because he thought he heard the sound of, like, what was a cat or a door shutting, right? It was like, so, yeah, and it was at minute, okay, so you want to go back and listen to it. It's at minute 75, and just listen from minute 75 to, like, seven, uh, 75.05 is when you hear the yeah. noise. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it legitimately sounded exactly like I had pictured it in my head whenever I went back and when I got to that point and I listened back to it and I was like that sounds exactly and what you I heard. thought I was just fucking with you yeah I and, I, you and, had, like, and I wasn't I, I didn't hear anything so then you told me and then um, one of somebody who listens to the podcast they they text me they're like I, I totally heard the noise I sent it to you and then we back and we went right back and looked. And then I heard it, and I let Zach listen mm-hmm. to it today, and it sounds just like a door. And your your the yeah. hair on your arms stood up because it was like the the moment when I heard it, and you can hear it in my voice where it's just like you like panic. Legitimately, stop for a second. Like, <laughs> you sure you didn't hear that? Yeah, and yeah. It's like, and like the the room we're in, the door is shut, so there's no way you could have heard. And the door there, there's two doors. Right yeah, and, and the way it recorded too is like it, it sounded. You hear our voices really now, clear. where it's like we sound like we're in a room right now. Because we but are. the voice was the the or the whatever it was was so crystal clear. Because I heard it like it was on the other side of the door, like yeah. on the other side of the two doors. But it wasn't because it, yeah. both because both the doors are closed. Yeah. Oh my god. It, I, was, <laughs> I, was, so, I was flipping my shit. Then. You were. Like, oh my god. You were so excited. I didn't know that. It was but recorded. like, there will be times where like we'll be in here and Jacob will hear stuff and he's just like, <laughs> he's just, he's very easily spooked. Zach Bacon. So <laughs> yeah. And no, <laughs> and I told him um, I didn't mention him by name, but there was somebody that you and I went to uh, school with who was very much like Zach Bagans. He was like just had the same attitude, looked like him, he was blonde, you know, like. A little torso giant, you know, giant like muscles and stuff. Like, I hate how much he embellishes it, but at the same time, you can't stop watching. Where now, it's just like, oh my god, really? you and I used to watch what was it, Ghost Adventures, Ghost, Ghost, Ghost Adventures, Adventures. Yeah. all the time. Yeah, how much of that show do you think is real versus how much is um, uh, fabricated to, for for TV? I don't know. I mean, there are definitely some episodes where I see stuff. I'm like, that looks real. Yeah, you know, and. Like, there's one where you can see, like, all the guys are in a row, like, filming each other, and you see a hand, like, come yep. out in the shadow, and yep. like, whoa, where'd that come from? And then there's one... The one, in, like, Ken- my, the one in Kentucky. On, there's one where they're on, like, a, a battleship, 
or something like a decommissioned ship mm-hmm. from like World War II, and they're like filming down a hallway. And oh you yeah, see a door, said, yeah, you see uh, the guy so walk. That, yeah. That's exactly look, what I've seen. Yeah, no, I, I got know, it. So, <laughs> I don't, but I don't know. And like, the Ghost Hunters has one like that. They they're filming down a hallway, and you can legit see on the thermal camera somebody walk past, and yeah. they think, okay, well maybe it's just a reflection or whatever, and they they and they go down to where that spot happens, and there's nothing on that way, and then they they see it again the second time. I mean, you, the doors are shut on right. both sides, so it can't you can't just but, walk from one side to the Ghost other. Ghost Hunters had one where it, you could see like the audio guy. Something like flipped his bag up. Like there's been a couple of things, but like I don't know. There's the one where Zach Zach gets his scratch, scratch, and it's yeah. like you're. Like, it's so, there's no way to manipulate that unless someone scratched it before they started filming at, at because you, because there's no cut. There's yeah, no. Cut. I have I have seen him kind of debunk that before on I forget what I was watching, but there's apparently like some kind of I don't know what it is. So it's a very loose understanding of it, but it's it's some kind of powder or something you put on the arm. And then all it takes is like water to kind of activate it. And basically like kind of a toilet paper effect where it'll like take the water and run it all the way down the cut to like kind of simulate you being cut or whatever. Mm-hmm. But not saying that that's, that's a lot of happens. work. For, it is a lot of work for that because because like, is it the one that it's Bobby Mackey's is probably yeah. my favorite one. Yeah. And like you see like a like a figure like at the very end of it. And it's like the portal to hell and like these just like all sorts of weird shit and like. I don't. It's just like, I guess you can't believe anything unless it happens to you personally. I mean, I've never seen like a spooky ghost, right. but I've had, as I explained on that podcast a couple weeks ago, like there's a bunch of shit that I can't explain that happened to me when living in Cookville and stuff. So, right. But um, but the problem is, is like whenever you have it comes out that one of them has been faking stuff. And then it kind of adds invalidity to anything that they've recorded yeah. up until that point. So you have, right. and that's why I hate whenever you find out. Oh, okay, well they actually fake a bunch of, bunch of stuff or whatever because it just kind of ruins everything that they've done up until the point, even if it's real or not real. And I hate that shit because it's yeah. like it needs right. to be real. Well, it's all it's just trying. They're trying to make television. Yeah, well, which I mean I get, but you know you it's, gotta get those ratings. That's right. Yeah, I mean there's the there's channel. there's just that's so right. much stuff. Yeah. So many people. <laughs> Good <watching>. luck. <laughs> um, while we're still talking about ghosts, who is? Not your favorite Ghostbuster. Who's the best Ghostbuster? Egon. Egon. One one million percent. Yeah. He. You kind of look like Egon. With your well, now with these gla- I got these round glasses now because before I had some pretty <laughs> pretty hipster man. They were like. You I've know, always I've always told top. people when I like talk about you that you're a proto hipster. You were a hipster right. before that became a word before it became a, a lifestyle. You were always like... Well, I don't, I don't. I wouldn't say that I live a hipster lifestyle. You don't. You just... But I kind of have a hipster appearance. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. But, but be Egon, I mean, he invented the equipment. He understands how it works. You know, like, he's far and away the smartest... But Venkman's your favorite. Venkman, and I mean, I, I really like Ray. You know, yeah. I, I like Ray's enthusiasm. You don't know who any of these people How many um, Ghostbusters are there? There's four. Four, four right? Right. Well, Who's the African-American one? Winston. 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 Venkman is who? That's Bill Murray's character. Okay, got it. Okay, who's who's? Ray is Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Okay, and, and then Egon is Harold Ramis. Okay, and he passed away, right? Yes. yes. The last movie I saw him in was Forty Year Old. Ver- no, Knocked Up. And the he doctor, sets Rogan's dad. Yeah. The doctor is the guy who was in Honey I Shrunk the Kids, right? Yes. Okay, just making sure I understood that. Huh? The doctor. The doctor. The the psychologist or whatever. No, no, he's he's a he's like a. Do, do it. Do, do oh, it. I can't. Often. I got to put you on the spot. Well, that's that's Rick Moranis. It's Rick Moranis. He's, he's a. Uh, he quit Hollywood to raise his family. And play. That's country, why I have heard country really good things about him. Yeah. yeah. But he uh, he's a um, like a a CPA or something. Like he yeah. does taxes. There you go. Uh, He's what like, kind of guy? I love taxes. Recorded a 30-minute workout, played it back at high speed, got a great workout. You want to come in for like a mineral water or something? <laughs> it's like to the T. So <laughs> I'm going to watch Ghostbusters. You, dude, it's Absolutely. phenomenal. I know, it's, like, I know okay. it's a really good movie. 
I you're not. This much, is gonna be an episode all about Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, well, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Um, you're not much of a, a product of the '80s. I, I grew up. That's because I was born it, in the '90s. Well, I mean, I grew up at the like, tail end of the '80s, at, like very tail end of the '80s. But I'm very much. That was him. That was, <laughs> he okay, no, I know, but it sounded like gunshots for a second. I was having flashbacks <laughs> to Vietnam. I was a little bit worried. Sorry. I, I very much am a product of the '80s. I'm named after Alex Van Halen. Um, you know, I grew up on Back to the Future, uh, fucking, you know, Breakfast Club, Ghostbusters, you know, Ferris Bueller, all that stuff. As someone who lived through most of the 80s. Well, <laughs> I was born in 84. Well, so. no, but still, you lived in more, you were more cognizant and aware of the 80s and right. can probably remember specific things yeah. that happened in the 80s. What, to you, is the, def- like, if you were to show somebody who is, like, eight years old right now, and you wanted to send them in a time capsule back to the 80s, what movie would you show them? I feel like Back to the Future. Yeah, like, I mean, not because of the time travel aspect, but just, like, Marty yeah. and the clothing, it's so, like, classic Perfect. 80s. Because it's 83, you know, it's like... Four. Well, I think, but they shot it in 83. Yeah, yeah, um, But, yeah, 84. It's mid-80s, but, the, like, the way the dress and, like, the guitars and the music and... It is. Huey Lewis. It is... <laughs> No, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and it's just one of the most instantly rewatchable movies. Oh, and, yeah. and it's just, I don't. It's one of the few movies like I, you always say that you know Hollywood always wants to remake stuff. I don't. It's the one movie that I don't think can ever be remade and like done correctly. It doesn't need to be. Well, yeah. they can't. Well, I know Robert Zemeckis. He he has said it will never be remade, and his he has told his kids that like when he leaves, when he when he dies, they can't. They're they're, they're not allowed <laughs> yeah. to give out so it's like well, I'm thinking about it it's, it does strike me as that movie that you really wouldn't want to do a remake because if you did a remake it would take a lot away from the movie just because well, the, well, the stuff that like that I remember happening from the movie from the bits and pieces that I've seen are like it just seems iconic to where are there any because we're going to talk about a, a big thing here in a minute the Martin Scorsese versus Marvel stuff movies versus cinema but like I lost my train of thought like as far as um Shit! I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, Back to the Future and how it's iconic for, and, and it can't be reshot. Because yeah, yeah. Just... Oh, we were talking about remakes. Is there any remakes that were like... Because most remakes these days are not good. Mm. I mean, like, remember the Point Break remake? Like, oh, no. I I know, nobody remembers Exactly. It. And then the Ghostbusters. It wasn't a remake, but yeah. it was like a retelling. And it's like every time they like redo something. But like, I mean, Scarface is a remake. The, of the like the one with Al Pacino is actually a remake of a movie in like the 30s. Oh, yeah. True Lies. True Lies is a remake. <laughs> uh, that's I mean, I'm trying to think of stuff that like has been remade. I know um, Assault on Precinct 13 and like um, the Ocean uh, series. Like they're all derived from like a like the Seven Samurai movie. I think. Oh. Uh, they're all they're all like loosely based off of that mm-hmm. and um, the heat has kicked on and I'm starting to sweat. It feels good. Oh my oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> but like there's a reason there's certain movies that just should never be touched. Right. I mean I, I understand why they wanted to do Ghostbusters they just completely went about it the wrong way. Absolutely. And is it Paul Feige or Paul mm-hmm. Feige whatever he completely painted himself in a corner with it. I've still never seen the movie. Not because it's an all-women Ghostbusters, because it didn't look good. Right. That's the reason I didn't watch it. But, yeah. like, coming out and saying that, like, you if you critique it, it's because you hate women. Like, right. that kind of stuff doesn't fly. Maybe it's just not a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you said, in your opinion, the best part of it is Chris Hemsworth. 
Yeah, and 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 I mean, he he's legitimately a funny dude. He's God, absolutely such funny. A, I love that guy. Like so good looking. One, if I could bang one guy, it would be Chris Hemsworth for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you want to tell him that story about Byron Bay? So Byron Bay. Oh, God. Dude, dude. we're getting really off topic. Oh, I don't care. This is what this we is do. the podcast. This is what we do. We'll get back to it. Anyways, so Byron Bay. You know who's from Byron Bay? Parkway Drive, baby. Yeah, that guy. Guys, like, guys, yeah, those, those like people. Leonard Skinner. <laughs> yeah, Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner is not Pink a dude. Floyd? It's a Pink Floyd is not a dude. <laughs> I um, uh, but it's uh, <laughs> the Hemsworth are also from Byron Bay in Australia. I think you told me this last uh, right whenever we ended the episode last week. Yeah. No. Did you were telling me at the end of after it was off off mic. Anyway, talking about Park. Zach knows stuff. a guy who knows a guy. Um, <laughs> they he's from Australia and mm-hmm. he was uh, giving swimming lessons off the coast of Byron Bay. And it was a newlywed couple. Well, he did. He's he. He was just a dive. He would take people for dives uh, in Byron Bay, uh, like scuba. And uh, so he, I don't think he was like a teacher. I mean, I think you kind of had to like have some experience before you could just like jump in the water there. Let's uh, go. Yeah. But uh, like he would he he was taking like one one of my dear friends that used to work at a guitar store with me was telling me the story about his one of his best friends. Um, he was taking a newlywed couple down like a rope, you know, when you like dive and you like pull yourself down a rope um, off off a off a boat, like on the anchor or something. Uh, just going down with their scuba gear, and uh, he looked down, and a great white came up and took the husband, just, just in half, just cut him in half, basically. <laughs> yeah. This what is so great. What's wrong with because, Australia? Oh yeah, and like. I, I, I would never swim with the sharks. They are men in Australia. But just... <laughs> like, no, I'm not kidding. Like, oh, man. there's like males and then there's men. There are, <laughs> they're all men in Australia because of the shit that they have to deal with. You don't like that beer? It tastes weird. Is it old? Is it skunk? I don't, I don't know what it is. Zach's Coors, drinks, right? Yeah, but I, I don't mind the Coors. The Coors is all right. Coors. Coors, like... <laughs> but just I imagine the scene where you're just, okay, well, that's what I said. we're just doing this fun drive, we're having fun, we're like smiling, hey, hey, babe, you're smiling at each other, you just look down, hey, how's Dead. it going? You see from the back just crystal clear blue, and then all of a sudden, just a shape. Yeah. And then get closer, closer. I mean, like... Shark, that's teeth, gone. Husband, Because you know that she, that lady is scarf for life. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's yeah. their... I don't, I don't like the ocean. I, I think it's very pretty, but I don't typically get in the ocean. I, I like to see the bottom. I like it's to like, be able I, to see I, what's I, around I me. And I should say, this is a story I was told, so I don't, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fact checkers, you know. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna go to Snopes and see if it's real. <laughs> Myers, um, but back to the original topic. So yeah, if yeah. you know, you, this is more for Zach. Yeah, I know, because I'm not <laughs> the biggest movie. So Martin Scorsese, probably, you could say, one of, if not the greatest directors. There's, like, a list, like, him... Spielberg, uh, Lucas, George, well, that's the that's <laughs> no, the battle. No, 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 that's the battle. But like, you know, and 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 you could put J.J. Abrams up there now. I think so. Yeah, he is very much like Spielberg 2.0. But so Scorsese came out like I don't know, it was like a month ago, and was talking about how you know c- cinema is dying because it's all just like Marvel movies and they're not real movies and then like the internet just like exploded because that's what the internet does and then it's like he has a point and he like he wrote this op-ed piece in the New York Times or something and like clarified what he meant by that and so i guess is there what how would you describe the difference between like cinema and movies well, I think they're two words for the same thing. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't think that you can just say because something is popular that detracts from 
other artistic forms, you know. Yeah. It's like just because you're the hottest band in the world right now doesn't detract from other people who are making great music. It doesn't mean you're the best band in the world. Well, yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I He's he's totally earned his place Absolutely. To, to express his opinion. And I, I don't think that just because something is popular means it's any, like, any less, less special. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, in the stories you learn from Marvel mo- movies, some of them may be kind of superficial, but there's a lot of depth to that. And I don't think a lot of people that to see it as a box office, Correct. N- as numbers, realize how important it is to people on a very personal level. Absolutely. And, like... I, a lot of times, like the when, I, when you go over these things and you see stuff like this, you see like everybody go one direction. I always go against the grain a little bit. Well, even if I do agree with like what you know these people say, I love the MCU. I love Marvel movies. I love comic books. But he has a point because like you remember when even ten years ago, you got the the choice of movies was like wide, right? And it was all these different genres, and and now it's like. So it's, much smaller. It's, it's either remakes or Marvel movies or super or franchise. Like you very, very rarely, because like if you think about like the Irishman is coming out soon, and it's Scorsese's new thing that he's been trying to get made for like twenty years. Right. And it's Joe Pesci's back. Hey, Joe Pesci. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> was that? That? I don't know. That, that, that was, was just some impression. New Yorker <laughs> seeing Joe Pesci. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's you know, uh, I almost said Devito. It's De Niro. Uh, <laughs> De- oh my God, can you imagine Danny Devito playing playing okay, Robert De Niro's role? Great job. First of all, hilarious though. You, you probably don't know this because you don't know a whole lot. It's not. A, <laughs> I'm just saying, but like Danny Devito. Like, damn, damn, deep <laughs> cut. Okay, <laughs> but like, oh, well. but before Always Sunny, like Danny Devito was like a legit actor. I know he was in Matilda or Nana State. Have you heard no, the story about Matilda? Matilda? There we go. Have yeah, you heard that story about Matilda? So the, the sorry, this is <laughs> no, the, fine. this is I feel like it's a good story. I feel like I've heard. So he he directed the movie. Danny didn't Vito. know that he directed Matilda. The girl that played Matilda, I don't know what her name is. Mm-hmm. Her mother was sick during the production, and I, she ultimately ended up dying of like cancer or something. Mm-hmm. And so Danny Vito took her in, and then like. Made a cut of the movie for her to see before she died. Dan DeVito's dude. Dan DeVito's such a good dude. Wholesome person. But like, it's so weird because like now, like if you see him, almost everybody identifies him as Frank Reynolds. Right. Because that because before he did that, like he wasn't in a whole lot. He had kind of like Penguin. Penguin. Oh my. That dude. That performance. That I don't like Batman Returns that much. I don't think it's a very good movie. He's really good in that movie. Right. Like, well, he's a great actor. He, I mean, like, like he is so like twisted, and like he's ult- That's like the ultimate Tim Burton character, right? Like he's so good. Oh, absolutely. But like that, and the movie itself is not good. But like, back to the thing is like, to me, The Dark Knight, while it is a comic book movie, is more in line of a, um, like more cinema than movie, right? Be- because it's, of the it's ways. more of a narrative than just like a yeah. A bunch because of different and I think what Scorsese was saying was like, you know. Like, with cinema, there's, like, this, there's, like you were talking about, there's growth. There's, like, um, you know, you see a character, you know, evolve or whatever, or devolve in in some sense with his movies. But, like, with, you know, he said, as well made as they are, the actors are doing the best they can, which is so, like, snarky. and Passive-aggressive almost. Yeah, it is, but, like... But I'm again, sure they're doing their best. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> essentially what he's yeah. like. They're doing, they're very well-made movies, and they're doing, the actors are doing the best... With, you know, and do you think now, like, going off that, like, there you see more and more actors that want to be in Marvel movies because, like, that's the new thing. Do you think it's a paycheck? They're really, they just want to do it for a paycheck? Or do you think it's because it's like, hey, 
this is the zeitgeist. This is like this is this is important, and this is more eyes are going to go watch me in this you know Shang Chi movie than they are going to go watch me in this independent film about you know some Greek Orthodox I priest. I feel like it's almost a slippery slope just because like. You, you're almost typecast in a way, yeah, you know, yeah, like Chris right Hems- Hemsworth will always be Thor. Uh, like and it's going to be the, so hard regardless of the color apart. of his, yeah. yeah, the color of his hair or what shape he's in. He's Thor. And, yeah. and, and Robert Downey well, Jr., you know, it's think, like Harrison Ford will always be Han Solo or Indiana Jones, you know, or the president of the United States. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I blank it's a hard his name, but the Captain America. Fucking Chris Evans. Yeah. Well, Chris see, Evans. and that's the thing. He wanted to get out of it. Like him, I think, I don't know if Robert Downey was the same way, but Chris, or Chris Evans wanted to get out of it as well. Uh, before all this, all of it blew up, just because he didn't want to be typecast. If I'm not mistaken, like he was. Yeah, but he. he did, but it's so weird because, like, outside of Robert Downey Jr., which I knew before then, a lot right. of people, a lot of people knew Robert Downey before you did, and I'm sure. Yeah, no, I didn't know him from Iron yeah. Man one. That and so, it. but was, like most, was the pe- first movie you knew him from. Yeah, pretty much. Oh man, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a have you seen Chaplin? You never like no. the Charlie Chaplin. I know he was in. It's I know he was, fantastic. The first movie I ever saw him in. Lawyer, but I never. I didn't ever see it. But he was like. Um, Lawyer for his dad or something like something oh, that nature. Yeah. Oh, with uh, Robert Duvall, I think is his dad. I think so, maybe. That's based oh. off of a true story that happened um, right down the road in um, Harriman. If you're thinking of the same movie. I think. Yeah, his dad's like a racist lawyer kind of thing. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the first movie I saw Robert Downey in was, uh, is it Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? Oh, probably, I don't know. And he looks like he did in uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man 2 or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, well, I've erased that movie from my memory. Right, but, right. You know? <laughs> but like... Oh, when he's doing the the memory or whatever thing. Yeah, when he goes back, like he looks just like him. But like most of the Marvel people, you're starting to see it now with like Angelina Jolie and like a lot of those people are joining in now. But like a lot of the people that were like cast before that were relatively unknown, and I think they had done that for a reason. But like you know, and it's so weird because it's more like Marvel movies are that way. But like you know, say what you will about the DC movies, but like especially go off like Batman. Like, right. everyone knew who Heath Ledger was before, and he wasn't typecast as, like, the Joker. R.I.P., by the way. <laughs> Tom Hardy, everyone knew who he was. and Well, well, well I, uh, I mean, he was in Inception. He was yeah, but Bronson. I, but he's still such a... Yeah, but he's not... He's not got the star power of, you know, like... He does now. Li- li- I, I would argue that he doesn't. Mm. I mean, like, you compare him to the other people in a lot of the movies he's in. I mean, like, like Tom Hardy, Christian Bale, like... Christian Bale's gonna he's gonna beat him you know? yeah for sure yeah for sure but I was I was in terms of like well, but I think if you showed like a like a like like if you just walk down the street and said who is this people would be like I don't know <laughs> who are you leave me alone <laughs> so walk, that's Alfie Solomons and that's uh, that but guy see, that's that lost a lot of weight say. for that movie that's what I was gonna say is like I don't think a, pe- a lot of people are as big a fan as like Peaky Blinders as you are either though it's, I don't know well I'm just in general I mean yeah probably because I didn't know I didn't even know that Tom Hardy was Tom Hardy in the Batman movie. I didn't know who. It's Bane. I know. I know. I knew Bane. Urgh. I know Bane was the bad guy, but I didn't know who played Bane. So it, was, it wasn't you. until like Venom that I was really like, "Oh, Tom Hardy's oh, pretty yeah. good." And that did you ever see Venom? No, I, I want it's, to. I, I thought he did all right. I thought he did good. In it. It's 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 not a very good movie, but it's like Tom Hardy does really good. Mm. But like the thing that always weirds me out with British actors, and this is just like me, but like. In Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Right. I'm not a big Star Wars person. I've told you this before. The first movie that I saw John Boyega in was Attack the Block. Right. And yeah. he's got like a thick, deep English, beautiful English accent. Yeah, that's all I, know. I love it. And then like you hear him speak and it's like, like it, no fault to anyone, but like it took me out of the movie. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but that's, it's just one of those things. But he has a 
fantastic American accent. Like, yeah. if you didn't know he was English. You know who doesn't really have a good one? I didn't know he was English. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbunch. His is weird. Well. Tom Hardy's is not good either. It's, it's Americans have... <laughs> I, watch, I watch a lot of YouTube while I'm building pedals, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I watch I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, hey, what, I'm what, doing. what kind of pedals are you building? <laughs> I mean, when I'm doing people's stuff, oh yeah, <laughs> like accounting. Where but yeah. like, there's there's all these great video series on like dialect, and there's a dialect coach that like judges accents mm-hmm. and like um, how Americans we say are like mm-hmm. you know that's really specific that everyone else in the world doesn't really do because we're lazy well not necessarily it's actually harder to, to say how we uh, to, to, to pronounce put R in a word how we use it than yeah. it is over there but I, don't, I mean it's okay like Doctor Strange is fine it's but like there's no but the, the thing like with Star Wars like why does Daisy get to use her accent but Finn can't there's no reason for either I don't know and like I understand like Stephen Strange is from New York right but like there's nothing. Why can't he be a New York doctor who, who was born in London? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they. they Simon chose... Pegg's English accent's weird too. His American accent. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. What I say. English. Well, it's still English. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. But like, he's uh, he's in the boys, and he's got like a weird weird accent, and it's just like so, like wait, wait who, who? He's Huey's dad in the boys. Oh, that's because right. Yeah. Huey got, in the. Is... Because yeah. Huey in the comic books is drawn and inspired by Simon Pegg. Looks just like Simon Pegg in the comic books. Huh. But, like, there's certain, like, I love that like Christian Bale, oh, yeah. the first time I saw him, I, I thought he was American. Right. But then when you hear him, and same thing with Heath Ledger, it's like, he was Australian. But, like, though, it's just like, I guess just depending on when you hear him. And I don't even know how, why we were talking about this. What? what oh. Beats me. I don't have no <laughs> cinema versus movies and we are talking about. Oh, yeah. Just, but, like. You didn't see Joker, did you? You did see Joker. Yeah, did you see haven't Joker. seen Joker. I have not seen it, but it's okay to go ahead. No, but I, mean, I know what happens at the end. We haven't we haven't really talked about it because it's a weird movie. Mm. It's a very good movie, but it's not a movie I would recommend to. It's not fun, right? Yeah, th- to me, that's like that's. That's the Scorsese. That's yeah. cinema. Scorsese. Scorsese. <laughs> um, but I wanted to get your opinion on Ledger versus um, Phoenix. Phoenix. Totally different. There's so which do you prefer? Ledger. Same. Because there's there's I mean like the the, Walking Phoenix does a fantastic job, like showing the descent into madness. But that's why I prefer Ledger. Because he's already the Joker. Well, yeah, and I think that's true. But there is something really interesting about how in Joker, it 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 explains a few things in a really insightful way that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. and like I, his laugh his laugh and, and and things like that and and it's it's a phenomenally good movie it's but incredible. it's not a fun watch it's but not fun I, like uh, i think alan was texting me saying it was it was disturbing but brilliant is what it, yep. the way he put it yeah it's heavy it's it's very heavy like i, 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 mean, I left it all after all but i mean, no, but, I, mean like, I left the theater and i was like man i didn't enjoy that at all but like <laughs> but like no i just didn't it was no, just no, like, but it's like just you don't want to say that boy it's good i was like man but I'm going to spoil it a little bit. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Turn it off now if you don't. The end. The end of it. Yeah. The, the, the thing I really like about how the movie is structured is how it's left very open to the fact that none of it happened. Or it could have all well, happened. Yeah. And it's very, oh, very man, brilliant. That's... It's so good. Do you think it did? Uh, yeah, I you, th- think, it you think it did. Yeah, I don't think it was all outside of the o- outside of the stuff with um, the neighbor Zazzy Zazzy Bates. I think is her real name. I forget what she is. Right. In it. But yeah, 
But yeah, it's uh, but for me, because I know a lot of people. Every time somebody plays the Joker, that's like the like the thing. You know, right. it's like Nicholson, and then of course for me, it's always Mark Hamill. It's always right. the Joker's yeah. always gonna be Mark Hamill in the Batman animated series. But like, um, you know, Heath Ledger was so good, and like it was so crazy because like I remember when they announced it, everyone was like. That guy from a Night's Tale, right, like, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. like ten things I hate about you, like yeah. that guy, and then like he was so good, and like, like that will more so than I think any other Joker role. I mean, obviously, again, Mark Hamill. Anytime I hear or read Mark Hamill in a or, or the Joker, I think I use Mark Hamill's you know voice. Right. But like to me, it's always going to be Heath Ledger will be the the the. The, the, pinnacle. the pinnacle to compare against. Well, he's the perfect juxtaposition between Batman. Like, the, that, to, more than just the fact that he's a great Joker, he's probably one of the best cinema villains. He's one of the best villains in yeah. general. Yeah, I mean, I like, he's with, up there with Darth Vader and all these people. The reason why, and I've tried to explain, because I, I was talking to you before the movie, I was like, the Joker looks really good, but it's completely unnecessary, in my opinion, because without Batman, there is no Joker. And it's right. so to have a Joker movie, it's kind of like, but like the, the, well, the, the, well, I mean, it works, but they do things in the movie that can tie it together, and it's like, eh, whatever, that's not important to me. But like, as far as like what the Joker is, he's the only character, like pop culture character, in my opinion, that works without reason. Meaning, right. he doesn't have an end game. He doesn't have an ultimate goal. He is. Pure chaos mm-hmm. for the for the simple fact that he's just chaos, and that's he's the only character because normally, like, if you watch a movie and there's a bad guy who wants to blow up the world, it's super like, eh, what, can't they get creative with that? But right. like, yeah. you can get away with that with the Joker. Bonkers. Well, because it's, I mean, it's so like mundane and so yeah. dry, and like all of those things are, are are so overdone. But like, the Joker is the only character that I can think of in any medium that can just be, and it's acceptable because right. I get. I mean, it's probably just because you have eighty years of of you know lore and, and stories and stuff to build off of but like I, I i that's what makes the joker fascinating in my opinion what oh i was gonna say so uh kind of like a last thing on it like so you know how you have the opinion about oh heath ledger playing the joker you're kind of hesitant at first do you have that same kind of feeling about robert pattinson being batman i'm the only person apparently that doesn't that thinks it's gonna be good i'm with you on that because i'm i'm more willing to give him a chance at playing the role before i'm like oh wow that was people shit. said the same thing about ben affleck and i remember the thing. day do you remember when they announced batfleck mm-hmm. we you, batfleck that's what it was batfleck we were setting in what was one of the greatest movie experiences i've ever had was with zach we he, he drove up from. Well, yeah, I guess you still lived in Sparta at that time. Yeah, yeah. We, Zach and I are huge Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost fans. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, the Cornetto trilogy. And when the World's End was coming out, the uh, the theater here was doing a back to back to back three peat. And we went to Five Guys. We got some burgers and some fries, and we watched all three movies back to back to back. Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite movies, but I never saw it in theaters. It came out two thousand four. Yeah. Uh, I was like uh, 14 or something, but like I just never saw it. I saw Hot Fuzz in theater, but like to be able to watch, I mean, we were there for like all day, like eight and a half hours. It was Jesus. awesome. It was yeah. awesome. Like I, I could never do that now. Could you? Right. Uh, <laughs> you're like, no. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I, like would, I would make the time for it if something like yeah. I've, yeah, I mean, it's just like 
I don't know. The whole point of that was what? what Bad Flag. Man, okay, yeah. How and that's how, oh, man, gosh. I'm, I'm all over the place today. But yeah, I remember when they announced it, I came into the theater and told him, I'm like, they just cast Ben Affleck as Batman because it was like the news. But yeah, I th- those movies aren't great, but I think Ben Affleck did a good job. I thought he did all right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, with it. he's one of the most enjoyable parts of them. Yeah, in my that warehouse scene yeah. in BVS, straight out of Arkham. Right. Straight oh, out of yeah, Arkham. Yeah. It was so good. But I think... I know everyone's like, oh, it's the sparkly Batman, but like the cast that they put together and the fact that it's going to be more Sherlock Holmes, more detective, it's going to be loosely based on The Long Halloween, which I think is the, if you're ever going to recommend a Batman book to say to somebody who's like, I've never read Batman, you give, everyone wants to say The Dark Knight Returns, it's great, but to me, The Long Halloween is everything that you love about Batman. It's got... Oh, the whole rogues gallery, but it, it takes place over the year, and at every every holiday there's a murder, and Batman is trying to figure out how it's all connected. Because at the end of the day, he's the world's greatest detective, and there has not been any movies that I can remember that like live action movies that focus on him being a detective. It's all about him being the superhero. It's all well, about I mean, in some and of the driving the cars and you know in some of the um, Nolan movies like you know he's like they got cut the yeah. the piece of the the brick out yeah, and like, like pull the bullet yeah, out and do some they the, do some detective some of things, that. but it's so minor. But at the end of the day it ends up still being Lucius Fox that like right. does yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. it's but it's like I mean and then Matt Reeves I have not seen all of the new Planet of the Apes. You said they're really good. Oh, they're fantastic. I saw the first one with you mm-hmm. and I saw parts of the second one. But I never saw the final one. Oh, it was so good. I need to watch all three of them. But like from all accounts, like everyone loves him. Uh, said that the script is great. Um, Robert Pattinson is a, again. You're talking about being typecasted. Like everyone, yeah, he's the guy from Twilight. Okay, but like he's not a sparkly vampire. I saw him in Remember Me. I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a chick flick. Oh, know. there you go. I got, I got dragged to it. But like you know, <clears throat> it's one of those things. Like I'm willing to give him a chance. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Um, Spoiler so, alert, he was in the Twin Towers at the very end of the movie of Remember Me. Oh. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm, and the Lord of the Rings movie? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> he doesn't make it. <laughs> um, one of these days, we'll get we'll get Zach to talk about The Hobbit and how it's the oh. greatest movie ever made. <laughs> it's not. Um so Stadia, we're all we're all gamers here. Mm-hmm. Some more than others. Are we others. gonna run along with this episode? Or we well, maybe. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. I don't care. I don't okay, just check it. Um, hey, we're gonna run along. Uh, let the audience know. Yeah, I don't care. So buckle in. Stadia is coming out soon. Next, and next you, week. I think. Next week, probably. Right. Well, by when this week goes up, it'll be probably you will have had it right. in yeah. your hands by the time this goes up. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, are you aware of Stadia? I know it's Google's, right? Yep. Yes. And it's like they're. It's basically like a V. No. Keep going. I'm just gonna see if you get Vino. the pitch. I'm seeing if he gets the pitch wrong that everyone seems to get mm. about Stadia. It's like solely for streaming. Okay, and you're correct. Okay, and it's like. I don't know. That's all I got. And I'm putting you on the spot, and you're yeah, buckling. Bit. I'm, I'm buckling. Our, everyone right says it's the Netflix of gaming, which is not correct. Right. Because it's not Netflix. Netflix of gaming would be Game Pass that Xbox has. Stadia is strictly streaming, but it is the fact that you can stream it on any device anywhere, supposedly. Uh, so far. I mean, so well, far. kind of. <laughs> Zach is getting one, because Zach is very much a... Declutter, you know, who wants to be able to just rid himself of stuff while still not giving up anything, essentially, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, when you have... You don't want cases, you don't yeah. want... You just want all digital... You're, you're part of the all digital future. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that's the way it's all going anyway. But, I mean, my biggest thing was that the fact that 
I could play on my television and then, you know, switch my laptop or like, you know, now I have a Google phone. I can switch to that and play and be able to like play anywhere in the house. It's not like I don't have, I don't see this as a play anywhere in the, in you know, yeah. on the go. I'm not on the go. I'm at home, but like. On the plane. Yeah. But, but the, on the plane, you would have to have, I guess, though. Yeah. It all has to be Wi-Fi right now. They've not, you know. Yeah. But anyway, the, the idea of being able to not have to worry about a console and not be tethered to hardware and not have to be restricted by the limitations of the hardware I bought this year or next year. Right. You know, it's like if if all goes according to plan, you know, it's going to the hardware that you're streaming from is going to continually evolve and get better. And you're not going to have to make that, you know, PS5, that PS6, that, you know, continual uh, upgrade purchase. Every yeah, every every other year, five, you're gonna drop five, drop five, about six years. I don't. I am a. I hope it works, but I don't think it's gonna work. I think it's. But why? Because I think it's ahead of its time. But it's. But it's not. I mean, like it's already. Like, I don't, these things have already been tried. I don't think failed. that the mass society is ready to embrace it. Meaning, you remember how? So you had the Wii U, was mm-hmm. basically the. Test run for what is now the Switch. And look what right. happened. It's like, I think it's going to go through a whole thing where it doesn't work, and then the next iteration is going to learn from all... Because the internet in America sucks already as a whole. And I don't see... I, I just see so many issues because everything that they've ever showed you, all the live demos, and even some of their stuff has not worked great. Even like their live, like their, you know, their live press conferences they've done has had like lag issues and stuff like that and right. the, the joke is like well that's indicative of how, how their service is going to be because in big cities Nashville uh, you know like that but like what about these people that live in like the mountains and they don't have great internet but Obviously, you don't have to get but the thing about it is the stadia is free so what are you paying for so, okay the controller <laughs> and the service well here's the thing so Stadia is a free service that anybody can use all you have to do is buy the game through Google's web store right okay and then you can play it Within and these are like and now is this just Google? Or, I'm okay. I don't know. It sounds stupid here, but is it just Google's games or is no, it like no. any they game? have like, major publishers like uh, Halo? Well, everybody gets Destiny Two for free, right? Yeah. But the catch is, is Destiny Two is already free everywhere. But like everybody has Destiny Two to play up to like level twenty right. or whatever. But yeah, a lot of publishers have already signed on and say they're going to have games. So uh, Ubisoft, Mortal uh, Kombat 11 is Mortal one. Kombat, but that Bethesda, yeah. I might get that. But no, you won't. So here's the my issue is with MK and fighters in general. It is so precise. Okay. Well, I just watched now. Now, granted, this was at a a Google thing, Event. but it was you know over Wi-Fi. Uh, tested was there, and they played uh, 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 Norm. From tested played MK, okay. and he had it on his phone. He was playing on a Pixel where where it was you know plugged into the controller, and then they paused it and pulled it up on TV. You have to have a um, a Google um, the streaming yeah. thing, whatever it's Chromecast? called, Chromecast, okay. uh, like the, the, the HD, you know, the, the best one. Um, and they paused it, loaded it, and he said within a few seconds he was playing the same game, and he noticed no lag. But but was he playing online with somebody? That's my thing. Well, I but because if you're playing like you know you're doing single player and you're doing towers, fine. It's but probably the thing about it is is like you know I don't know how MK's like server structure works. You know you look at like something like a shooter where like sometimes one person can be like the host and things yes. like that. This is not going to do that. So it's dedicated. So the games. Th- this is something that I didn't even know is the games are not just like 
a PC game that's running on Stadia. They are games that are built for the Stadia network okay. and for Google for this to work. But back to what I was saying, Stadia is free, and what I'm paying for is I wanted to get the Founders Edition because like you can try it earlier. You get a controller, you get a Chromecast, and if you pay the nine dollars or whatever it is, you get a month, free game. Like you on... get a free game, and you can stream at 4K, 60 frames per second. Okay. But if you don't pay, it's uh, 1080p. 30 frames per second. Which is, yeah. It's, which is fine. It is fine, yeah. Um, but uh, but you still have to buy the games. I think how people have to look at it is that it's it's like PlayStation Plus. It's like Xbox Live. Um, more so, I guess, like PlayStation Plus. You get a, you get some games. Yeah. You get a, a additional service, discounts on things. Hopefully, they'll offer discounts on games. I, probably not. But the big thing that I see people complaining about is, like, you don't own your games. But, you know, if, if it probably won't happen, but if Steam shuts down... Where do those games go? Yeah. You know, that's true. You know, unless you if, have them downloaded to your computer, then right. technically it's being there. But they have to load that. through the launcher, right? So, like, yeah. you know, uh, what happens yeah, then? True. So, you know, I, I think there's arguments to be said on on all accounts, but for me personally, the thought of just having a Chromecast stuck to the back of my television mm. and a controller that's connected to Wi-Fi, and I just sit there and, and play games, it's really appealing. Yeah. You know, and the, to me, that's it's, the ultimate. Thing. It's it's definitely for you. Yeah. It's not for me, not for uh, not for any other reason. I mean, it's just I just don't. I feel like you really like having physical. I love physical media. You're a collector. I love physical media, and I'm not, not I'm not hating on no, no, no. at all. I mean, like people are like yeah. people like the things I like. I yeah. mean, it's like you like the. Physical but like, I also I love Sony, and <laughs> there's no Last of Us. There's no God of War sequel. There's no Horizon Zero Dawn. There's no more Uncharted. None of that shit is gonna be on there because it's all developed and published by yeah. Sony. Now, eventually, if it takes off, and let's say, you know, 10 years down the road, the PS5 is the last iteration, maybe. Maybe. But, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I am a Sony I person. I could see this, though. Like, But uh, then, uh, Nintendo's never going to put their stuff on there. Right. So, Microsoft is the only one that has full-on, like, welcomed in, like, okay, yeah, well, we screwed up, so everyone can play all of our games on anything. PC, <clears throat> Xbox, whatever. Right. Like, there's no real reason to own an Xbox, but... You know, because you can play everything on PC. Yeah. So, going based off stated, like as far as like, do you what do you think the future like? Let's say twenty years down the road, what is what is the future of gaming? Is it streaming. complete streaming? Yeah, is it like AR and VR? Do you think there will be a lot of like same status quo? Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like AR and VR. I mean, like they have their place and they're cool. But I don't feel like the augmented reality or the virtual <clears throat> reality will ever be like the preeminent Correct. gaming thing. Like three D has never it's right. it's neat in theaters, but like how many times in your lifetime has three D been a thing? At least three. Oh, yeah, a bunch. Yeah. And, then, and I remember back whenever like the three D TVs were they were trying to push oh, them yeah. on people and stuff and yeah. it's like it just didn't take off like they wanted it and to. And it never it's never going to. Yeah. And it's and, and I would I would say that the future most likely will end up being this kind of streaming service. So a lot like uh, like how Netflix kind of revolutionized the way you view movies. Is like it went to streaming, and then you saw Hulu go to streaming, and then you saw now you see networks like Disney Plus is coming out Friday next week, I think. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday next week. Um, you're gonna see more. I feel like they're gonna have people problems. tapping into that streaming market uh, where you know it, it, that people want the content now, and they're not going to technically own it, but they want to be able to use it whenever they, they, they want to. And then I, I could see Stadia. My thing is, like, with Stadia, I can see the first issue, their complaints are going to come from people playing it, and in the middle they're playing it, it's like, this serve, or this video mm-hmm. game's not available at this time. Yep. Please turn, and they've just got done playing three hours. Yeah. Like, oh, that, all that but is it all, everything's cloud-based? 
Yeah, and I mean they have. I mean, like, and if anyone's gonna do something architecture wise, Google's the. And they got the money. You as, know. as shitty as of of practices that they have as far as spying on the American people, <laughs> their services they provide are yeah, well done. Their architecture is pretty great. I yeah. can't use another. I can't use anything other than Chrome because it's the only one I feel like it's using. The it's the only one. one the shit. It's, but it's also the only one that's taking every bit of my data right. and yeah. using it against me. Yeah, um, like, like, do you think you're gonna see like less and less? Um, games like God of War, like Red Dead Redemption, we're all—I mean—we're already seeing less of those types of games right. because the, the the resources that you know, I mean, freaking Red Dead Redemption was an ungodly budget. It was like five hundred million dollars or something, right. something dumb, and it shows, but it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And when we were playing a game today that would probably cost what? How long would you think that game uh, was? Know. It uh, Enter the Gungeon? Yeah. We were, oh, oh, yeah, uh, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, and know. it's a blast. And I think you're seeing like this weird like indie revolution and like you're seeing a lot of really good indie stuff that takes less resources because I think the biggest complaint with like the video game industry is it's not um, it's not unionized so there's not like like a lot of rules for like how people work and like they're overworked and like the famous thing about like companies is crunch and like you're working 80 hour weeks and you're not you're not getting paid overtime and it's like the working conditions inside of the video game industry is not great and it's kind of been exposed a lot lately and I think you're because of that because they can't crunch instead of seeing um, you know the next God of War in three years you're going to see it in five years and like you, like that whole like aspect of gaming which is the transition is you know you and I are more single player people you're right. more multiplayer mm-hmm. but like in terms of like if you're playing a game what you can have both you can have neither, but what is the ultimate? Is like, is the story more important, or is the gameplay more important? You know, it's for me. It definitely has to strike a balance because, like, I if, if a game is clunky and weird to play, it just pulls you right out, right. regardless of how good the story is. But you know, you flip it the other way. If it's just got this most incredible like narrative, you're like, I could get past the you know that jump is the right trigger right you know it's like (laughs) you know like (laughs) you think about those things but i mean for me it's like i i i play games mainly to relax and shut my mind off and i just want to kind of be transported away right and so i want it to have a story and and, but i want it to be functional you know that's you know yeah on the flip side of that you and i both said with the first destiny Super great gameplay, you know, oh. boring as shit. Oh, I, I, so boring. Absolutely, it was so boring, and it was so disappointing because like the the people who made Halo are they basically just made Halo without Halo, but like it just wasn't fun to play. So like that that's always like my example to go to. Like sometimes you like I played a game last week and I was sick, and I played this game called Call of Cthulhu. It's not a very well made game. It's very janky. It's kind of like weird. I sat and played it and beat it in the whole weekend. Because the story was enough to keep me going. But, like, what if it was, like, a super, again, like, Destiny? To me, it's always going to be, if, if if it's supposed to be a story-driven game, the story has to be better than the gameplay. Right. I, think, I think that's, like, kind of what draws me back to WoW, as I keep talking about yeah. WoW. It's, like, the, the gameplay has gotten, you could say, considerably worse as far as, like, they've made it to where a toddler can pick it up and just spam, you know, a fireball. And kill something, <laughs> uh, but the story and how they build lore. Granted, there's two or three expansions where it's like 
the fuck are you even doing? Why? Why? And they had to like pretty much retcon an entire expansion once, which is like just a re- like two or three back. Yeah. But the lore where they've built upon it, and they they have all this stuff that comes out, and it's on all different kind of platforms where it's like they have the books, and they have, then they have the 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 guy the, the R the RTSs is mm-hmm. that the, like the first Warcraft games, and then they they have like the actual well, the first World of Warcraft War- where it's like they've built upon the lore, and it's just. You get pulled into this whole different world, and then you're you're asking yourself, you know, and then expansion comes out. It's like, oh shit, I want to see how this plays right. out. I want to see like who's the bad guy in this one. Who's, who's like, the real one? Like, you know, God of War is a good example of a game that has really weird controls, but they're not bad controls, right? Because like, you know, the the right bumpers are the attack buttons when it's always been like square and X and triangle for that style of game. So it took it took me a while. I love God of War, but that's another one where that like the it, the story. Oh my god, is exactly. So great. And like it's so weird too because like I love Norse mythology, but like it's so completely different. Like I like the other God of Wars just fine, but like I bounce off of them because they're so monotonous. Like they're fun yeah. to play, but there was something about this new one. And I know somebody who's listening to this podcast who's just gonna roll his eyes because he doesn't think God of War is any good. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. It, it's like, and it, The Last of Us is another one. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not the easiest game to play. It's not. As far as controls, it's kind of, you know, whatever, but like, it's just such a good story. And on the flip side of that, I know everyone loves Breath of the Wild. Everyone fucking loves it. I think I like it's extremely like it. difficult to play, not in terms of challenge and the fact that it's so overcumbersome. We talked about it. It's. If I have to work. To learn how to play this game, and I am not a dummy. I've been playing games my literally my entire life, and I just it w- became s- too much work to have to play a game. And you can kind of attest to it a little bit. You love Zelda, but well, I mean, t- for me, like it's the same thing with God of War. It's the same with the, uh, with a lot of games like this. I I kind of look past those foibles, if yeah. you will, because like God of War. If I was going to play God of War for a couple hours and then turn it off and play something else, I would be like, Ugh, yeah. and I wouldn't know how to play it. So, like, with Zelda, that was basically the only game I played. Right. And so, like, I'm, my mind never left the controls. what to do. Yeah. And so that, I mean, you and I are different in that respect. Yeah. Like, we, you play a lot more games than I do. Yeah. But, like, I think that's why I enjoyed it more is because, like, I was plugged in. That's all I really did until I beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, and, like, well, I was talking about it earlier. Like, Horizon Zero Dawn had actually come out around the same time. And I played that first, mm. and so they often—they're very different, but they're often compared because they're very similar in in like the way it's structured. But like to me, I always felt like with Breath of the Wild, it's just not—it wasn't a very very well designed game, in my opinion. I know you think it's different, but like it just felt like people who were making an open world game who had never made one before. I well, they was. they made the first open world game. <laughs> I know, but you know, what I'm, I'm like, to, I'm, well, to me, like, I I think it's different <laughs> mindsets because you know, like, I remember getting the original Zelda, renting it when I was a little kid because I got an, an original NES in like 1989. Because he old. But uh, I remember renting it and like not knowing you had to go in the cave and get the sword and like then I got the sword. And I'm like, I can go anywhere, you know. But like that was one of the things that you know after the first couple hours of the game, you can literally go everywhere, and for me. Like that sense of exploration and discovery, and like, oh, I can, I can, I can mix like five bananas and I get all these hearts and I'm super strong for like a minute, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's like that. That sort of thing was very exciting for me. Um, that it just it got infectious. Like, what can I figure out how to do? Oh my like, God, I love it. I love yeah. it. See, like, like I, that's exactly what I like. I love like because 
Skyrim was the same way. And I know it doesn't have the amount of in-depthness of, of like, uh, how Breath of the Wild was with, like, where you're learning I would stuff. say it's more. But it's just... Well, it's different. But there's not as much to, like, to learn. Experiment. Uh, experiment with. Where it's it, it pretty much lays it out for you. Hey, you, but the fact that you, you can just... After after that first part where you're about to get your head chopped off, spoilers. I don't know. No, if that's it's, a spoiler. It's, it's, but, it's, but, it's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, no. It's, uh, but uh, it just after you get done with that and you get you get out of the first town or after the first you know five yeah. minutes of gameplay or whatever, you can literally just do whatever. take off in one direction. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Gather materials and stuff like that. And that's the, there. There's there is more, some aspect of like Breath of the Wild where it's like you, you have can, collectibles you can, that you can mix. There's into more potions. exploration in a game like Skyrim, but there's more experimentation in like a Breath of the Wild. Well, I mean, I, I would argue that they're fairly similar. Because like Skyrim, you can jump yeah, up, I did, I was upside the, the back of a mountain. You don't even have to climb it or find yeah, it. You so just you, jump up. Horses and then it, were the biggest utility in that game. Where it's like horses were so broken that you yeah. could literally just hop on a horse. I think I climbed to the to the to where the dragon keepers were, or the mm-hmm. I forget what they're called now. But like you literally just hop on a horse and you can scale the side of a yeah, mountain because yeah, yeah. the way the horse mechanics work, it is fucking hilarious. Yeah, and in Zelda, you could climb it if you had enough stamina. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. Um, here's the question. <laughs> don't count 76 Fallout or Skyrim we've all played them all which do you prefer Fallout same like I, I, it's, it, it's a hard it's, it depends on really what kind of uh, um, if you had to play one oh man yeah there's just two in a table and there's two and you only get to play one like you're like on an Fallout, like, I am on Skyrim like I, ha- I, just, I mean it's not, there's no wrong answer because they're all really the, good the magical and the and the 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 dragons and stuff, stuff of that nature, whereas yeah. Fallout was more of a shooter than it was, you know. Yeah. Skyrim is more uh, of an RPG. You can yeah. become that character. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah. But I mean, again, don't get me wrong, Fallout 4 was great. I uh, loved it. I love it. I, I, I love 3 and New But Vegas again, too. I love exploration. Which, which I love your favorite able Fallout? To, 4 is my favorite. Really? I mean, mainly because I... 3 is my favorite. I like being able to... Because I tweaked my weapons so yeah. much. And I like, loved that part. And like, and I had so many characters and like just seeing all the different factions. I mean, it's definitely probably the least RPG-esque like, Bethesda game. You know? I hated the... I, I, I appreciated the... The ability to oh, I want to talk about talk about this because the game's like fucking seven years old. But like, I didn't like the city building stuff. I like. I'll it. give you that. I, I, I didn't. I wasn't. I, as, I wasn't as thrilled because there wasn't. It would be different if you were building that city for a reason where it's like right, uh, where you're building it because other people might come and raid it or something of that nature. But it was more. You're just building this just because it's part <laughs> of the game, and it, it didn't make me feel like there. Uh, you had to, and the fact that you had to. I oh, felt very over here. You need to go build. It's like I felt very obligated, but there was like, no end game to it. I understand why it was that way, but it was like I f- the game makes you feel obligated to do so with no actual reward of doing so. Building a base. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was just like, like you, you could. Well, make, it was well, just like a can, means to an end. Well, I mean, the, the farm materials. Yeah, like you can like get but, unlimited purified water, and like you can do sort. But, but like I mean, like purified water. If you can get them all and they're free, then like. You don't have to worry as much about stem packs. Yeah. I mean, the, but, but I mean, besides that, I mean, just the game itself and the story, I just really liked it. They have, su- and that's the thing about Bethesda is like they have such a great way of telling so- a little story. And it's like, you have, like, that's what I loved about Skyrim, where it's like you had the main quest and you can knock that out in two hours, sure. Yeah. But it was like the little side stories where you're just walking down a fucking hill and this guy approaches you, he's like, hey, the, take this sword for a second and don't tell anybody about it. And then, like, you learn this whole different thing. Mm, and there's, there's other the Shadow genres. Guild and all that nonsense. And in Fallout, right, and Fallout, especially where you go to the vaults and, like, you really yeah. see, and it's like the craziest shit like, that yeah. happens in these vaults. And, you're, like, and it, it, it really harks in that whole, like, the government doesn't have the best intentions for you in mind. <laughs> and that was, like, what I loved about it because it's like, these are all just experimentations. 
Yeah. So, yeah. And it's funny because like. Outer Worlds is kind of you and I both have been playing Outer Worlds, and it's yeah, very much I've got to get it. it's, it's, it's very much so Fallout, good. but it is a game that makes fun of Fallout, yeah. and because they also they did New Vegas, you know, and it's very much that weird kind of humor, dark humor. It's very dark humor, and like uh, just like some of the quests you do, or you're like, man, this is so dumb, but like you do it. I got kind of a Rick and Morty vibe watching um, the trailer. Just. I can see that. Mixed yeah. kind of with a like, little the, bit, yeah. like the, the it's Back like, of the Future, the doc, scientist. It's the, the Doc future. Brown. <laughs> it's <laughs> a little bit of like, border. it has a little bit of Borderlands mm-hmm. in it. It's like if Borderlands and Obsidian like had a baby kind of thing. So it's it's very good. It's I really like Borderlands good. as well. I, yeah. Just from the exploration and the fact that you can go do it. Borderlands 3 is pretty good as well at the moment. So. Want to do, uh, do a game and wrap this bitch up? Sure. Let's wrap it up. Okay, so we are going to do, as everyone who listens knows, that we have a game called Shreddy or Not! (laughs) And Zach doesn't know the rules, but they're very simple. Okay. I am going to read a band, (laughs) and you have to tell me if it's a real metal band or not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm 0 for 2. Yes, you are. Sick. Let's keep that straight going. Yeah, we'll just, it's basically just Jacob versus whoever's here. So, as the guest of honor, and you can both agree, so I'll ask you first, mm-hmm. you say it, and then he'll say it, and, I'll, and there are 13 okay. des- des- designed, so that way, hopefully, there's not a tiebreaker. Okay, okay. So, I'm going to start it. Here we go. The first band, Gojira. Yes. That's a one, yeah. All right, I thought I'd start it real easy. Yeah. Okay, number two. I'm going to go with you. Okay. Yeti's Blood. Oh, man. I don't think so. It, um, well, I don't know. I read your face a lot when we do this. I'm gonna say no. I don't think so. Two for two. <laughs> okay. Zach, it's your turn. Ready or not? Shreddy or not? Ready? Shreddy? I don't know. Ragnarok. It's gotta be. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. Mm, three for three. <laughs> Here we go. It's gonna be. A time. <laughs> it's gonna be a time. This is the easiest one ever. <laughs> your turn. All right. Hold my golden mask. Like you're gonna end it with something else. <laughs> uh, oh man, I'm gonna go no on that one. I'm gonna say yeah. That sounds like a band name. Here we go. It is not oh. a metal band. Hold my golden <laughs> dong. It's where I thought you were going with that one. Oh my gosh. Let's tell a story about you and I went to go eat today for oh, dinner. Oh, shit. And <laughs> oh, yeah, we were supposed to explain this up top because I was, believe it or not, I was really interested in um, this story. Oh, and yeah. Zach wants to get a margarita. We're at a Mexican restaurant. And the, uh, <laughs> the server walks up to him. He's like, you have any, or Zach's like, you guys have any specials on drinks today? He's like, yeah, we have <laughs> the game day margarita. And we have a small for like $1.50, medium, large, whatever. And we have the the the, the, the super large, whatever it's called. And he's like, yeah, I'll just take a large and whatever. And he goes, Zach's like, did he say gangbang margarita? 
I sincerely thought. He thought he said gang bang. Gang bang margarita. And I was like, I, game I was, day. And he's like, gang bang? I said, game day, because there's a football game today. And so he ordered, because like Zach said, yeah, I'll take a gang bang margarita. I'm like, sure, whatever. Sounds interesting as yeah, fuck. Yeah, for that, try it for, out. For that kind of price, you're damn right. I'll take a gang bang margarita. How was it? It was, it was, it was uh, passable. <laughs> passable. It it was, a, my stomach hurts it was now. A margar- it was a margarita. Well, they brought it to him in a regular glass. Yeah. Just not even like a margarita glass. Yeah. It was just like a cup. It just looked like a long island. <laughs> they overheard you as they were walking away. It's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> put it in a cup. Oh, uh, okay. We are on number six, five. Uh, who went last? You I did. did. I went first, yeah. Unleashed. Yes. I'm going to go yeah on that one as well. Also a band, yes. All right. Netherbird. Hmm. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to say no, because I don't... Say no. I saw you smiling. There's no way. It is a band. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we're still tied? Yeah. yeah. No, we're not. No, 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 no. Sick. Of Mice and Men. Yes. That's a band. Yeah. That one I've actually heard of. <laughs> yeah. Code Orange. <laughs> what did you say? I think of Agent Orange. That's a whole other thing. That's yeah. a really bad thing. I don't know why I'm yeah. laughing at it. But anyways, I'm going to say no. Code Orange? Yes. We are tied up. It is a oh, band. Yeah, shit. But Agent okay. Orange is a band, too. I think it's, oh, a, that's it's a punk band. Probably, yeah. It's such a dark um, name for a band. Jesus. Who went? I can never remember who was. I went first. Yeah. Your turn. Zachary. About the Blood Curling Screams. <laughs> About the Blood Curling Screams? Uh... Mm, uh I can see that in like a, you know. Like a really scribbly? Yeah, like it so dropped a bunch of sticks font. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? About the blood curling screams. I'm going to go, yeah. That sounds like a band since hardcore. You're both incorrect. Okay. Damn. Well, we're still so tied. We're, we're tied. tied up. Okay. <laughs> Fit for an autopsy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go, yeah. No. It is a band, Damn. and you listened to them today. I, how, how can I, know, I ever tell? Because I, I never. They all t- sound the same. <laughs> how fucking dare you? <laughs> okay. I'm up by one, right? You are up by one. Okay, sick. There are three left. Whitechapel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was. You got them all right at the very beginning. I was like, I gotta throw them. Something's wrong. That is a band here in Knoxville. Uh, two more. Cattle decapitation. Oh man, that sounds so cool. <laughs> but no. Okay. I'm, I'm down one, so, so yeah, yeah. Holy shit, we're tied! Ah, cattle decapitation. Oh, they are a vegan band, and that's why they call themselves cattle ah, decapitation. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That's they, it. There's a lot of hate for vegans right now. No, they are a vegan band. That's what I'm saying, but I'm they saying. don't like the slaughtering of. Yeah, meats. but there's a lot of hate. For and they're vegans. they're the <laughs> that band. That's how they sound. Well, that's the exact one I know. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Now that you say that, now you All right. that. All right. Whose turn is it? Yeah. This could end in a tie. Is it my is it my turn? I think it's mine. I think it's yours. Yeah. Okay. The final shreddy or not band. Washboard abs on Jesus. Oh, damn, that's so good. Hmm. <laughs> I need like the the. Um, who wants to be a millionaire? Like music in the background. Uh, you know, I'll say, I'll say, washboard abs on Jesus. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, sure. Put them on me. No, I'm gonna say no. I don't think it's a band. Oh, this is gonna oh, decide. This is, it. This is a tiebreaker. 
It is not a van. Jacob is the winner. I want to see those abs, Jesus. Should be a band name. I think so. All right. Who came up with all the non-band? Me. Just you? Nice. Yeah. Top of the dome. All, every one that's come up, and like a lot of them are pretty, pretty legit. I've always told them if anybody listens, they start a band. Yeah, let's do it. We had one today. Like ten percent. I can't remember. I have to write them down. Yeah, write them down. Okay, so we all here before we wrap this up are full of B D E, and that stands for. Big dad energy. Because <laughs> there's so many things. So, I don't even... What was the whole point of that? <laughs> um, we just wanted to say Oh, that. yeah. So, like, the three of us, by social norms, stereotypical male, are not manly. You may be, but, like, when you think of, like, that's a man. That's a man. Like, being a handy man, you're pretty handy. Yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> but like you're you're not into sports. No. Most men are die in the wool sports, right? Mm-hmm. You okay? Fucking blanket. <laughs> Trying to but grab you. Are you handy? I'm not handy. And Christina's like, I didn't marry you because you it have really your handy depends. skills. Like, but I like can change the oil. Do you think that there's like this like this change <laughs> what? <laughs> change the oil. Yeah, I I can change the oil. But it's like, do you think that we are less manly as a society now than you like, say 50 years ago or do you think it's just that definition of what a man is is has changed because 50 years ago they didn't fucking have computers but you know when everybody in my family has an issue with technology who do they call your boy right. i just want to say okay boomer but like what are some like what are some traits manly traits that you don't have that you wish you had yeah <laughs> i don't know like I, I i consider myself pretty handy because uh, i'll like i'll fix things around the house i have i have a tool chest you know i got yeah. a, a power drill you can solder i can solder i can i oh, can shit. solder like a boss yeah which you taught yourself <laughs> i did well my dad kind of taught me but um i don't know like i've always felt like i'm not afraid of learning like things like I, like I think and so, like there's I think there's two different kinds of men in that respect like if, if something's broken I'll be like I'm gonna figure out how to fix it or the flip side of like I better call someone so they can come fix it uh, you know I'm always like try to fix I it I don't first. fuck with anything that's electric in my house but I like just, plumbing like would yeah. you could you fix pipes like plumbing tape and like you know I, yeah, can I yeah, yeah if it's under the house no because I'm claustrophobic well but I, I mean, I think crawl spaces are fucking terrible. Uh, yeah. I won't go to the crawl space. I mean, we had a big crawl space at our house. Not not bragging by any means, but it's just like they did it really <laughs> Yo, well. Yo, bro, I got the biggest crawl space. Uh, but no, like, yeah. It's, it's like a fucking mansion down there. I don't think there's nothing I really wish I would have that more people would consider man. Because you had, you had a really good quote at dinner today talking about, like, in this day and age, if you don't know something, it's your fault. It's on you. It's on you. There's so much. You because to to talking to my dad about how you can go to YouTube. Then that's like, what he was talking about. It's like you can teach yourself to do anything. There's no reason to suck at something you want to know how to do. Correct. Right. Yeah. So I just thought it was an interesting thing because like, you know, just the definition is like, you know, big swole, strong man, like love sports, you know, drinks beer, like just like this prototypical, stereotypical. I, I wish I could drink beer and not like uh, get terrible heartburn. <laughs> That's just called being old. Oh my god, with ciders, like uh, <laughs> yeah. hard ciders, fucking tear me up on the inside. Tear it up. <laughs> but I think it's the. I don't 
think that manliness has become less. I think it's more so that society the has shi- changed. Yeah, the society has shifted more towards, hey, it's okay if you want to like love your kids for a little bit. Yeah, right. Oh, it's yeah. okay. You know? <laughs> and I think that that whole, oh, the man needs to be the hard ass of the family. You know, the man has to do yeah. this. And he has to fix everything or whatever. I think it's it shifted it's where just a... the, there's there's a certain demographic that is holding on to it still where it's like, <laughs> oh, no, we have to be the man. You know, you're not a man because you don't, you know, you don't go out and take care of the car. You're not a man because... Men you don't, don't show feelings. Yeah, and that, except you're, that you're, you're not a man to. because you cry at a, a really emotional ending of the the movie that you you just watched where, yeah. you know, your favorite character of all times just died. <laughs> uh, He's talking about Up, man. Yeah. Dude, Up is sad. Fuck that him. beginning of Up. Oh, man. The whole so, thing, and this, oh, the, the, end, the evolution of the, of, of when, the guy. I always think of that episode of Always Sunny where it's Charlie and the waitress and they like redid up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear up, I think about it, but it's so sad. But yeah, but like the, the societal image of a man has changed. And it's not like the, it's not like the completely flip where, oh, now the woman's going to be the man. It's not going to, it's going to be more, I think it's more balanced in home life where it's, you know, there's a couple work, couples are working together and, you know, the man doesn't have to be the man and the woman doesn't have to be the woman all the time where she's just, there is not exactly gender roles anymore as far as like, you know, it's the woman's (laughs) job to do this or it's the man's job to do this. Everyone is free to do whatever now. Now You can be the woman tonight. (laughs) I have been. I legitimately, it was, I mean. It might have been a joke, but I legitimately texted that to my wife the other day. I was like, you get to be the man tonight. And I sent a little kissy face. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. So we normally wrap it up by just cutting it off. But yeah. do you have any words? Are we going to change it? It's like, I appreciate you coming out with us, Zach. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun tonight. Was... I, I've... I... Honest to God, I've never been in a closet with two other men before. Yeah, so that's right. I've been, been in the closet for a while now. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, you're, I'm seeing little beads of sweat starting. It is hot. I fucking told you people it's hot in here. 